Uh, so, John, we're back. Uh, yeah, we are back. Yeah, we had a we had a little delay. We had a little delay. I don't even remember mm-hmm. what the delay was. I've got so many different things going on right now that I don't know which is the thing that's interrupting the thing that interrupted Ruminate. But uh, but yeah, it's good Absolutely. to be back. All I remember is you said, "Can we delay?" And I was very happy about it. So clearly, I had something that needed to be delayed as well. <laughs> All right, good, good, good. Yeah, you know, life interrupts every now and then. But uh, we are back. You, I guess you have some. You have news for me, don't you? Well, news is is probably a, it might be hyping up a little. It's, bit. it's um, a big word. It's a big word for what you've got. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm back on my not quite mastodon nonsense, but sort of that general direction again. <laughs> Elon has pushed you over the edge. It, yeah, so I mean, I, I was chatting to somebody the other day, and I I sort of said like. It's quite strange, and, and you know, I think you've done this a little bit, but loads of us have done it. You know, I say us, like the sort of, you know, the group of us that are always chatting on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Most of us aren't really tweeting anymore. No, it's um, true. There, there's a lot of, you know, we're reading stuff and we'll reply to each other, but for the most part, like, I realized sort of the last couple of days that my, my feed is mostly just, you know, it, it's companies um and you know the odd sort of you know just people posting their blog posts right um which i could perfectly well get through rss um you know i I certainly don't need to know you know the instant somebody writes something except you of course of course Um, of course because you read every word i'm sure like most people do of course or should at least yeah you you know I do, because you know I love the apps and, and the phones. No, anyway. <laughs> you do. You love all the, I love all the hot all. content over there on MaxDroids.net. It's got that hot .net <laughs> uh, domain, too. we got everything going on over there. Yeah, I mean, I mean you really do. And you're, you are writing good things. I'm only, I'm only, sort of, I'm only messing with you. I know. Um, that's all right. So I thought of, I was thinking, I was like, oh, should I set up a Mastodon instance again? Oh and, my gosh. You know, and, and, you know, I even tried signing up on the, the big one, the Mastodon.social, but they're, they're having problems right now. Like everything's delayed by like two hours. Um, oh really? Oh, but just because, like the, because, the influx because of so many people have signed up. Yeah, so like yeah. even like email resets are taking three or four hours to come through. And, oh, but but Rob, it's um, a federated system. Why shouldn't the decentralization of this federated system, you know, be more resilient than that? Yeah, do you know what it should <laughs> be? Except I'm being facetious, <laughs> and I shouldn't make fun of it. But but everybody thinks decentralization is the is the cure to all technology problems, and it kind of isn't. Yeah, I, I, in fact, I, when I was looking this up yesterday or the day before, I did see something interesting that I think it's like the biggest three instances account for something like 50% of users. Wow. Um, so it it does have the same problem. Like, I'm talking to you now, listener. Like, if you're going to sign up for Mastodon, like, find a smaller instance, because otherwise we're just making the same problems that we started with. Yeah, it's it's um, it's only fe- it's federated in not not so much in practice is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I haven't signed up for Mastodon or set up an instance. I have signed up and set up Micro.blog. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say app. I thought you were going to say app.net. I'm surprised. That's it. I'm, I'm resurrecting app.net. No, <laughs> <laughs> owned and operated by Rob Knight. You heard. You heard it here first, folks. He, he's bought it. He's taken it private, and he's going to make app.net a thing of the thing of the future. 2022, the year of app.net. Absolutely. 
Rob.net, maybe, or app.rob. I don't know what we should call it. Rob, <laughs> Rob.net, I like that. <laughs> but it's just me. It's just yeah, me tweeting. It's just you talking to yourself <laughs> with, your, with your iPhone. It's a very lonely, lonely place. <laughs> Uh, so um, yeah, the micro dot blog. If you, okay. I mean, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Um, I am. Was was Man, uh, Manton Reese, I believe, was the guy um, yep. who. I think it was a few years ago now because I backed the Kickstarter and actually got a an update email um, a few a few weeks ago about the the ebook that I'd totally forgotten was was part of the Kickstarter. Yes. Um, you know, but he's been working on other stuff, and and you know, micro dot blog has has got a lot better um, since I initially tried it. Um, so that I think is where I'm going to start posting things. All right. Um, so I've I've sort of got that, and you can you can actually follow people on Mastodon from there because um, oh, it implements the same. You know, all the uh, the open publishing APIs. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, so I'm following a bunch of, of Mastodon people. You know, not Mastodon people, but people from Twitter who've gone back to their Mastodon accounts again. Um, you know, and it has. I can do photos, I can do, you know, categories. It um there's like a, a bookshelf thing. Uh-huh. Um and and I've I've basically got rid of my Instagram. I mean it's still there right now, but I'm going to start posting here for photos as well. Um because I realized I wasn't posting on Instagram. I don't think I've posted for about a year and a half. Yeah, I'm kind of an Instagram um, hater. I don't I mean, I know people I know people like it, but I find it I find it um kind of tedious in the way that Facebook is tedious, like Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's the same sort of thing. People like take, making their lives look more glamorous than they really are. Yeah, and I think that was always why I sort of stopped posting. Yeah, um, because I just can't be bothered. I just want to post a stupid picture of my cat. Or, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. <laughs> Not your, cl- you know, your cat like, on the French Riviera. That's what you really need. Is you know make it look a little more glamorous. Right. Exactly. I, I don't. I just don't have the. Um, you know, I did even. Um, you know, Jess has more enthusiasm for taking better photos than I do. Um, right. You know, if I want a photo or something, I just sort of pick my phone up and go, "Yeah, that'll do." I can yeah, kind of see it. Quick you know, snap. If I want it for quick, reference, quick snap, and you're done. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's interesting. That's interesting that you're going back to there. That's it. You can cross post to Twitter there if you want to. I suppose if you want to kind of keep one foot in the in the door um, at Twitter in any event, but. Uh, but yeah, that's I have seen a lot of talk of that. What's really interesting about all this is, you know, a lot of people have been doing something similar over the past, I guess it's just really been the last week since it was announced that Elon Musk is buying Twitter. And people might think that I've dropped off of Twitter because I've been so busy. I haven't really posted except for a few articles here and there on Mac stories. Uh, but I have not left or anything like that. I've just been... Uh, I just can't be bothered. Uh, and as you said, I mean, my relationship with Twitter has, has changed a lot. Like, I don't read Twitter nearly as much as I used to. When I have time, I'll go through. I like scrolling through and seeing what's going on. But, like, in the last week, I haven't hardly done that at all. And, I like, I when I post for backstory stuff, I don't even use the Twitter app a lot of the time. So I'm not in that app like I used to be. Um, I, I don't, I mean... I don't really have a whole lot of, I don't have any hot takes on Elon Musk and Twitter. I don't, I mean, Twitter was already kind of broken and I don't think it's going to get any less broken. It'll probably get more broken, maybe, or it may just not change much at all. I don't know. I, the only thing that I find, I find it entertaining to watch only because I feel like Twitter is one of those companies that's there's always been something weird going on with Twitter. 
And it's just, you know, this is like very much in character in that sense, I suppose. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I don't want to sit here and, and sort of be like, oh, you know, I disagree with Elon Musk, so I'm leaving Twitter. I mean, I do disagree with pretty much everything he does. Yeah. But this was more of a more of a catalyst for me to, you know, I'd had microblog on my list for a while to sort yeah. of go back and look at because I knew they'd made a lot of updates and changes and things like that. Um, and this was more of the push, you know, because I was seeing, you know, some of my friends from there were, you know, have tweeted and they're like, I'm closing my account down in two weeks. Like, you hmm. know, DM me if you want, you know, other details to chat and things like that. Like, that, whether or not he even buys, you know, Twitter, like maybe it doesn't go through, whatever. Like, I mean, th- there's a bunch of people that are just leaving or they're just not going to tweet anymore. Yeah. Um, I love the uh, I love um, the irony the irony of announcing on Twitter that you're leaving Twitter because <laughs> mm-hmm. this is the best place oh, to let yeah. people know that, that you're. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean you're totally right. I mean it's I'm trying to be more involved in the discords I'm in and then Slacks rather yeah. than I've sort spent of a lot more time on, on Twitter that. because. You know, because there's much nicer people, and and everyone because they're sort of more focused, right? Um, you know, they're more focused groups, and most of the people in there will be sort of of a similar mindset. Whereas on Twitter, it's it's kind of okay until you get the sort of the reply guys. Yeah, um, you there's know, a lot I, of nonsense. I had somebody the other day. You know, somebody asked me a question about some of my code or whatever, and they were they were kind of getting annoyed at me because I didn't really have the enthusiasm to help them that much like i kind of pointed them towards the thing but i was like i don't i I appreciate that you like a thing i've made but i don't owe you any of my time like it's yeah believe me you know i've I've been there (laughs) right i mean you know i have far less followers than you do i you know i'm sure you federico and and you know pretty much anybody with a lot of with a decent amount of followers that you know speaks or writes sort of on a a particular topic is going to get that all the time. The best is when people ask you questions about something you wrote about, and the answer is like in the first two paragraphs, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Buddy, you know, just read the not even oh, the whole, yeah. not even the whole thing." <laughs> oh, you're supposed to read the articles, <laughs> not, ah. not just the headlines. <laughs> you know, does it do this yet? Well, yeah, it's in paragraph three. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. My, my like I said, my relationship with Twitter has changed a lot over the years, and I, mm-hmm. I think that this is. I haven't. I've, I've been, I guess, blissfully ignorant of a lot of what's going on because I just have been too busy to deal with it. Um, it does remind me a little bit of the great exodus uh, from Twitter in 2018 when uh, they pulled all the API support for third-party apps and a whole bunch of people quit. And my, you know, I, I, I do wonder if this is qualitatively different or whether people will be back in six months. Because I think most of the people six months in 2018 eventually came back. Um, it's yeah, hard to know. It's I hard think, to know. yeah, not to sort of, you know, because everybody knows politics is a, you know, a great thing to talk about on podcasts. But I, my bigger concern generally would be that, you know, the, the kind of things that Elon Musk has said about, you know, his clear misunderstanding of what free speech means oh, um, could lead to him essentially sort of reversing a lot of things that I would consider improvements, you know, banning certain people, yeah. 
who were being abusive and that kind of thing. And, and you know, it's kind of fine for me. You know, nobody abuses me on Twitter, but right. you know, there are a lot of people affected by oh, yeah. those people. And I just don't think it's, it, you know, if he comes in and he wants to build some sort of, you know, he wants to make it a free speech platform, as he calls it, then you know that that could make the, the the service significantly worse and i would definitely be you know wanting to not use it at that point oh yeah no i i totally agree i actually don't think that's going to happen which is why i'm like the whole thing mm. I, i'm not concerned about him that much mainly because i think that he is a shit poster as they say yeah <laughs> and, and that you can't really take most of what he says literally or seriously i don't have a lot of respect for the guy but i also don't think that he's necessarily going to be effective in in the kind of change that he's at least suggested. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I hope I'm, I mean I hope I'm right. I hope I'm hoping that mm. it, it doesn't become that kind of thing. But I can't imagine that it's going to get any better either. And it's already got its problems. So um, yeah, I, I balance, imagine he'll probably get bored. <laughs> right on, on balance, I don't see it as necessarily getting a lot worse. But I don't also I also don't think that services in a really good spot to begin with so you know mm. it, it, and i don't think he's going to make it better i don't i certainly don't i just certainly don't think that um so <laughs> definitely not yeah so it's probably a net you know in that sense it's a it's a neutral to negative which is which is a shame but yeah we'll see i guess like i said i've i'm a little i'm in a way i suppose I'm over Twitter in the sense I'm over Twitter in the as a place to chat with people. Like you said, it's like people mm-hmm. don't people don't do that anymore. That happens on Discords. That happens on micro.blog. That happens in just other places. And fortunately there are places to do that um still, which is good. I just feel Twitter's not a great venue for that anymore. It's more news and politics and marketing and I don't know. Yeah, kind of I mean, stuff. you know, there's definitely something that people calling it doom scrolling. You know, that's not just a that's not just a phrase. It's no, like, right. It is. It's it's very much it's, a thing. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, like I say, I've been sort of digging around on micro blog, and what I like about it as well is because everything you know, it's built on you know open APIs and standards. It, it's you know, it's yep. what the, the interesting part of it is behind the scenes, like the there is an RSS feed that you're mm-hmm. generating by making posts. And then the actual UI, you know, the social side of it is using that RSS feed. So it's not, right. th- th- it's almost, although it is one single service, it is t- those two components separately, you know, so theoretically I could post on microblog, but then I could take the RSS feed and, you know, feed it into another website or, or something like that. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people are in, doing that. Yeah. I think a lot of people are doing that making that their blog in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly, and I can pull in, um, you know, other feeds as well. So, like, I've I've pulled sure. in my RSS feed from my movie and TV uh, blog that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if I watch a movie, those will then get they don't get added to the you know the microblog RSS feed, but they get shown if somebody goes to my profile, so people can sort of see all these different feeds coming in as well. So I, I'm I'm kind of impressed with it, and I've got you know I've been you know only been messing around with it a couple of days, and I've already got like a list of things. I'm like, oh, I could build this for it or this, and you know, yeah, <laughs> no, that is side good. Projects again, no, that is good because it really is just based on very standard web technologies that are that anybody can monkey with, which I I really like. I mean, that's that that's the the service's strength. I mean, that's the core of the idea from the get go was to build something like that. And it's always just been a question of whether it would 
it would have the sustainability and I guess network effects to have, uh, I guess a big enough group of people to make it useful as a social service mm-hmm. as well as a blogging kind of platform. And I think it kind of has in the sense that it's proven itself to have the longevity. Longe- to have the longevity. I mean, it's been around since mm-hmm. I think it's either 2017 or 2018. So yeah, I think it's, it's about end of 2017, something like that. Yeah, it's been nearly five years at this point. So yeah, I think it's um, it's kind of pr- got a proven track record, which makes it makes it a good good alternative. I mean, of all the things that you could go to, I certainly I certainly wouldn't push people in the direction of something like Facebook. I'd be more likely to tell them to go over to micro.blog. So. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah, and, and the fact you know the fact that I can follow people that are on Mastodon is, is a bonus because it's like it kind of solves a few different problems all in one for the whatever it is five dollars a month or something. Does it integrate? Um, does it integrate with LO though? Remember LO? Yeah, oh, I do remember LO. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'll um, <laughs> I need to. I'll email somebody about that. <laughs> we need to talk to, to Manton about that. LO, I, I that was in my period of signing up for every service just to make sure I had my username. And I think mm-hmm. for a while I was still, I think it's still around because every now and then I think I still get emails saying, you know, update your LO account. Like I wouldn't even know how to log into it if I, if I could. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, I think a lot of these services, they do kind of stick around, but you're like, I guess people are using it, but you don't really know who they are because it's nobody yeah. we know. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, that's quite an, it's been quite, it has been quite a week. You know what? What Elon Musk has given us is the the gift of April technology news, because mm-hmm. one of the reasons we did uh, Automation April at Mac Stories is that this is one of the most notoriously dead months of the technology year, where there's been virtually nothing happening this month, other than like the stuff we created for ourselves. I mean, there's not been a lot of news one way or the other until this whole Twitter kerfuffle came up. So. Yeah, it's he's given us that something to talk about. Uh, beyond that, we've got, of course, we've got video games. We've always got video games, Rob. What are you looking forward? What are you looking forward to coming out? Um, God, did you know what what even is coming out? Well, um, I mean, I, I want to get my hands on Lego Star Wars, which we spoke about last time. Um, yes, but I'm, I, I checked earlier. I'm forty five hours into for, into Forbidden West. And I think I'm probably about halfway through. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's because I just, I liked all the side quests and stuff and I end up getting distracted. But uh, but go on, tell me, tell me what's coming out because I don't well, feel like I've not been paying attention. I am a fan of Tunic, just saying. Um, and I've been playing it in easy mode where you're, you know, because it's a very, it's actually a deceptively hard game, but I've been playing it in kind of easy mode, which I'm not going to apologize for because it's got a lot of cool difficult, interesting puzzles and exploration you can do. And I really like that. I'm also looking forward to a game that was on the cover of edge magazine this month, which is the invincible. And this is some sort of weird semi retro looking, uh, space exploration game that I don't know much about it, but boy, do I love the artwork. It looks absolutely amazing. Now there was, a teaser trailer quite a while ago for this that I remember seeing. And it looks like it's going to be coming up, uh, not right away, but later this year, I think. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to getting my play date, which 
has not shipped yet. I I was around order 6200-ish somewhere in there. Last I heard, I think about a week ago, Panic had gotten through the first 1000 or so. So I think it's going to be a little while yet. Um but there's that. And then tomorrow tomorrow there's a game called Not Words coming from Zach Gage, which will be on iOS, Steam, the Mac, the PC, and it's a word puzzle logic game that is a very classic Zach Gage game. I will have a short review on Mac Stories. Um, I watched a a, um, a Twitch stream that he did with Jack Schlesinger, who is the his collaborator on the game, a couple of days ago, where they went into the design of it and the thought behind it, and it's just a really neat game. It's it's a little bit like doing a crossword puzzle without the hints, um, or a Sudoku, yeah, or a Sudoku puzzle. A little bit like a combination of those things, and it's just. I don't know. I think all of his games are really thoughtful and interesting and usually new twists on old ideas. And this is very much in that genre. So um, if you're looking for a good challenging puzzle game, I think that that's worth checking out because it's free and there's a certain number of puzzles. It's it's also got a little a little sprinkle of Wordle in there in that it, it works. A, it works a little bit similarly and there's sharing involved and there's daily puzzles and certain amount of the stuff is free. Or you can either subscribe for like $5 a year or buy it outright for like $12. And that gives you, you know, bonus puzzles, some harder ones. Uh, if you really get hooked on it, it's a, it's a good way to get additional content for it. So that's what I'm, those are the three things I'm looking forward to. Nice. I think I, I did think of something while you were chatting. Um, I think the only thing I'm really waiting for is, is it Sifu? Uh, oh. the, the, the fighting game that came out. I'm waiting for them to do the uh, difficulty settings. Yes. Um, which they've said is coming. They said spring, so I'm guessing it's in the next few months. Um, I, once that's out, I will be buying that game. I just heard about that this morning from Mike Hurley, and mm-hmm. I somehow this game had escaped my notice. But he was very hyped about it, too, and I, I'm i going to have to check it out. I mean, what, what I hear that the fighting is just really good in it. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen a couple of videos um, that a friend posted, and, and it, you know, it's one of those games. I think that, like, if you get it right, you just you feel cool, like, and it looks cool. Yeah. Um, but it, it is a difficult game, and they've they've said they're adding um, difficulty settings, which for me, I, like, I was never going to play it if it was going to be really hard because it's just not the kind of game I like. But they've said, yeah, um, spring sometime there will be difficulty settings, so that's. Um, once those are out, because I'm not going to buy something on the promise of something, like I will wait until it's actually out. Um, but once it's out, um, you know, I'll probably pick that up because it looks looks like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that does look that does sound cool. I'll have to check it out myself. I've got I've got like an unbelievable backlog between my pocket analog, in my or my analog pocket, um, just the the switch the the xbox just a lot of stuff and i've been busy lately so it's gonna you know it'll be a good gaming summer i think i'll have plenty of time to once things calm down to to tackle all that yeah there's just too many games that's the problem there are there are you have to be you got to be picky and i've not lately i haven't been so picky i've mostly just been moving from one thing to another and not really getting very deep on any of them and that i need to stop that i need to kind of like just drill down on a couple of choice games and and go with them 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's literally what I'm probably going to do. You know, once we've once I've edited and posted this, I'm going to go back to Horizon. And, yes. Uh, maybe another, see if I can progress the story a little bit. <laughs> another 45 hours, and and uh, you know, Rob will make it to the next town, the next village. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, sounds good. Cool. Yeah, and I'll uh, speak to you in a couple of weeks, and I might have finished Horizon by then. Perfect. Perfect. I, I'm I'm expecting an update. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speak to you later. Okay, bye-bye.